This evening I'll offer a guided metta sit. And I'd like to begin with the quote from the Buddha that I ended with in last night's uh, talk. It is in this way we must train ourselves by liberation of the self through love. We will develop love. We will practice it. We will make it both a way and a basis. Take our stand upon it, store it up, and thoroughly set it going. As most of you, if not all of you, know that the metta practice is done by the silent repetition of phrases within your own mind, within your own heart. And we begin the metta practice with directing the energy of unconditional kindness unconditional friendship, unconditional loving-kindness towards ourself. We direct the energy through the phrases of metta to ourself, from ourself, for ourself. The Buddha said that we can search the entire universe for someone more deserving of our love, our care, our respect, our friendship than ourself. And we'll never find that person anywhere. We're as deserving as any other being of our love, care, respect, and friendship. The Buddha said that he visited all quarters with his mind and found none dearer than himself. He said self likewise is to every other dear who loves herself or himself will never harm another. It's very helpful, wise, and actually necessary to approach our practice with the attitude of accepting loving, respecting, and honoring ourselves. 
though this may not be the initial attitude that one has in relationship to oneself at the onset of the practice of metta. As we practice cultivating loving kindness towards ourself, we begin to see whether we're motivated by attitudes of caring, accepting and befriending ourselves, or by some sense of struggle, of striving, of self-judgment and strain or stress in relationship to ourself. Accepting, loving ourself brings a sense of ease. A kind of easeful happiness. Loving and accepting others in both a personal and a universal way brings a great and expansive sense of ease this easeful happiness. And of course, I think we all know that one of the amazing attributes of metta is that it can be cultivated. Each one of us can cultivate it and help it grow. We train the heart, we train the mind in acceptance and friendship and beginning this with ourselves, and then of course extending out to those that are close to us those we have difficulty with and then on out to all beings everywhere This evening we'll just uh, uh, practice with ourself to begin with and then move on to a benefactor. I'm not trying to include or pack in too much in one set. So we'll begin the practice. In beginning, uh, I always begin metta a practice with a reflection, with each category of being or beings that I'm practicing with. And so we begin with this reflection, a question to reflect with. And just to mention that reflection in this sense does not mean answering the question not coming up with the right answer or the best answer or a good answer. But letting the mind, letting awareness, mindful awareness, mindful presence, be open, roam freely, we could say, over the thoughts, the memories, maybe the desires that arise in response to this question. So holding all of the possibilities that might show up, just being open to all the possibilities 
in the context of this question not rejecting not excluding anything and not uh, fixing or, or trying to keep anything and also remaining honest really honest with yourself throughout the reflection and I think it's also quite helpful to remember that Conditional, fleeting happiness isn't our highest possibility, our highest potential. Remembering that objects, people, situations all change. And because of this, it's futile to seek some sustaining or unchanging sense of contentment or satisfaction or happiness from any of these things. The open-heartedness of metta begins to allow us to accept what comes into our life and let go of what leaves our life. And so the question for reflection. What do I truly need in order to be happy? Or what do I need to be truly happy? Spending a few moments reflecting, allowing reflection to come up in relationship to this question.
And now letting the reflection go. Letting it just simply dissolve. And bring the attention into the breath. Connecting with the experience of breath wherever it's most directly felt and known in your body. And we'll begin now with the phrases of metta practice. And I'll offer you the phrases that I use when I teach and practice metta myself. If you have other phrases that you regularly use for your own metta practice, it's of course fine to use those.
I'll say a phrase and then be silent for a few moments so you can repeat it to yourself, for yourself, from yourself, and then I'll bring in the next phrase. And you're also welcome to use any of these phrases, all of them, some of them, as they resonate with you. Don't spend a lot of time picking and choosing. Trust your intuitive self and receive what quickly resonates and take that. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer danger and harm. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer danger and harm. May I be peaceful and happy. May I be strong and healthy. Or you might choose to say, may I have physical well-being. Just pick whichever one connects most directly with you at this moment. May I be strong and healthy. Or may I have physical well-being.
May I take care of myself wisely or easily or happily or joyfully. Just picking one of these, whichever one is right for you now. May I take care of myself wisely or easily or happily or joyfully. Just picking one. May I live with a deep ease of well-being. Or you might choose to say, may I be free or may I be liberated. And again, just picking one of these. May I live with a deep ease of well-being or may I be free or may I be liberated. And the last phrase that I'll be offering, 
May I love myself or may I accept myself completely or unconditionally just as I am in this present moment. May I love myself or may I accept myself completely or unconditionally just as I am in this present moment. Using the phrase in whichever way it's most meaningful and resonates most directly with you right now. And I'll repeat the phrases once more, one after the other. And then allow you to practice without me speaking for a little while. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer danger and harm. May I be peaceful and happy. May I be strong, healthy, or may I have physical well-being. May I take care of myself wisely or easily or happily or joyfully. May I live with a deep ease of well-being or may I be free or may I be liberated. love myself or may I accept myself completely or unconditionally 
just as I am in this present moment. Showering yourself this evening inwardly and outwardly with friendship, kindness, acceptance, care. And staying present to the response, the inner response or reaction as you Direct this metta energy towards yourself, from yourself, for yourself. And when the attention goes off into thoughts, stories, memories, plans, simply notice it. Let the thoughts go as they naturally will anyways. And return, coming back to just one phrase, beginning again with one phrase.
And now finishing this portion of our metta practice with whatever phrase you're on. And I'd like to close this portion of practicing metta with ourself, with a poem. It's called Love After Love by Derek Walcott. The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, Give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast on your life. Now we'll spend some time exploring this practice of kindness, love, respect, care, this practice of metta in relationship to someone who has been of great benefit for us in our life in some way. Entering into a practice that includes gratitude and generosity, metta, helps to purify 
the heart from the forces of grasping, the forces of clinging. Practicing metta deepens and develops the gratitude and appreciation that's already seated in our heart. I think that sometimes many of us might feel that we don't have enough or maybe that there's never quite enough or maybe we feel like we're missing something and living with that edge of anxiety. And sometimes in reaction to these thoughts, we might save or collect or hoard from this feeling or this place that there's not enough. As we practice metta and as we begin to connect the metta practice to others beginning with a benefactor, we begin to realize that This world, this universe provides everything. Actually, whatever it is, is all here. And as we begin to know this, we then also may begin to live our life with more simplicity. As the heart, the mind begins to be more purified. And in fact, just the purification of these forces of grasping and clinging that sometimes reside in the heart, this itself is living with more simplicity. And so now picking someone who's been of great benefit in your life, and it could be a human being or it might be some other creature. Some people pick a cat or a dog, a pet. Picking someone who's still alive, And if it's easy for you to bring a mental image, a visualization of them to bring that up, go ahead and do that. If it's not easy for you to do this, then don't struggle with it. Bringing in then a felt sense of this being. And don't spend a lot of time shopping around for the perfect benefactor. Whatever that perfection might mean to you, you'll never find the perfect one. Take who comes.
And we'll spend just a few moments reflecting. Again, another reflection to begin the practice. Reflecting on how this being has helped us. Reflecting on their generosity, their kindness towards us. And noticing any mental states, emotional states, feelings of gratitude, appreciation that might come up. And also noticing if there are any feelings of holding back or some resistance in really deeply connecting with this being. Really deeply acknowledging and accepting the kindness that's been offered to you. Noticing without judgment. Again, an open reflection. Just noticing what comes up in relationship to the generosity and kindness that's been offered to you by your benefactor. And now letting the reflection go, just letting it dissolve. And if you have an image of this benefactor, then keeping that image as though you're directing the phrases to this person or this being, the image of this person or being, as though they're right here with you. And if there's not an image of them easily available, then bringing up this felt sense of this being and directing the meta energy through the phrases in this way. 
and using the same phrases that you used in sending metta to yourself. And I'll repeat the phrases that I've offered once more. And directing them outward towards the benefactor. May you be safe and protected from inner and outer danger and harm. May you be peaceful and happy. May you be strong and healthy. Or may you have physical well-being. May you take care of yourself wisely or easily or happily or joyfully using whichever one fits. May you live with a deep ease of well-being. Or may you be free or may you be liberated. And now continuing on your own with the energy of metta being directed towards your benefactor. Phrase by phrase. And noticing how you respond Are you open, relaxed, connected? Is there attention? Are you distracted? Are you spacing out? Just keep on with the phrases and staying present. Coming back when there's thinking, when there's spacing out, noticing, and coming back and beginning again with one phrase.
Now concluding this portion of this evening's practice and concluding with whatever phrase you're on right now. coming back to yourself for a few moments directing the metta energy through the phrases to yourself again and noticing how it is now in offering metta to yourself I'd like to close this evening's sit sharing uh, with you a valentine that was sent to me by one of my students. And on this uh, valentine there was a small red sticker that said, this is love on it. And this is what was underneath the sticker. Take this tiny label, stick it on your dining table, stick it on your favorite book, stick it where you always look, stick it on some brand new shoes, stick it on the evening news. Stick it on a broken heart. Stick it on a hospice chart. Stick it on a violin. Stick it on your thinnest skin. Stick it on a long lost friend. Stick it on a bill to send. Stick it on your desk or wall. Use it on a conference call. Stick it on a microphone. Feel it when you're all alone. Put it on a mirror. Yes. See it when your hair's a mess. Stick it on the Senate floor. Stick it on the White House door.
Stick it on the other side. Stick it where it cannot hide. Can you see love everywhere? We hope we can. We hope we dare. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.